Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Another bonus edition of the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch Football by Numbers series. And today we're talking about jersey number 43s. And we'll come up with a top 10 list of the greatest number 43s in NFL history. Coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of America's football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from the Big Pen on America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So with Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff supplying the great tunes, let's go no huddle through some stories of America's football history. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of pigskindispatch.com, and welcome once again to the Pigpen for a special bonus edition, Football by Numbers, jersey number 43, and boy, do we have some great players to talk about in this episode that wore the number 43 in the NFL. We're going to start off where we always start, and that's with the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. They tell us that there are two enshrined members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Cliff Harris and Troy Polamalu. Both of them are truly incredible defensive backs. And let's talk about uh, Cliff Harris first. And, uh, you know, he was quite a player. Played uh, with the Dallas Cowboys, came in in 1970, played with them all the way through the 1979 season. And you know, on our bio that we have on his November 12th birthday for Cliff Harris, as we do for all the uh, Hall of Famers for the college and the Pro Football Hall of Fame, we tell about the legendary Dallas Cowboys safety uh, was born on November 12th, 1948. And the Pro Football Hall of Fame tells a tale of how Cliff Harris was underdrafted after 17 rounds of picks in the 1970 NFL Draft. This had to be some great motivation as he signed on as a free agent with the Cowboys that year and never looked back. Uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame selected Cliff Harris to join their ranks uh, with the folks with the Gold Jackets in the year 2020. So he is a recent uh, entry into the Pro Football Hall of Fame and he just had some tremendous seasons with the Cowboys. He had 29 interceptions to his credit. One of those returned for a touchdown. 281 total return yards off of those uh, 29 interceptions. He had 141 games. So that is quite a a feat. And he had a lot of pass breakups. Uh, He was a good run stopper. Um, He recovered uh, 10 fumbles during his career. That's that's almost a fumble recovery per year. And uh, just great part of that uh, doomsday defense that the Cowboys had in the 1970s under coach Tom Landry and that is why he is going to be our first one on our list of the greatest number 43s in NFL history Harris wore that jersey number 43 for 10 seasons and wearing the jersey number 43 for 12 seasons was our other Hall of Famer Troy Polamalu the great safety of the Pittsburgh Steelers and he had another one who just had a great career Uh, he was born in Garden Grove California and he was 
just a free roaming uh, safety from Southern Cal known as a Tasmanian Devil. And the National Football Foundation tells us that he was a two-time first-team All-America earning consensus honors in 2002, and he was a finalist for the Jim Thorpe Award as the best defensive back in the nation his senior year. One of his top collegiate moments was at the 2001 Las Vegas Bowl, where he set a Las Vegas Bowl record with 20 tackles. That's from the safety position. Troy led Southern Cal in tackles with 118, as well as three interceptions in 2001, after topping the team in interceptions with two and seven deflections in the year 2000. The College Football Hall of Fame put him in their museum in 2019, and he was a first-round pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2003 and became the centerpiece of their highly touted Pittsburgh defense, making his career uh, just driving opposing quarterbacks crazy because they had to account for him each and every play know where he was. I mean, how about that play, uh, forget who, I think they were playing the, the Titans, where he just leapt over the, the line, you know, beat the snap count, and uh, jumped over the center and had the quarterback tackled on a flying uh, tackle. It was a short and goal situation, uh, preventing them from going anywhere. I mean, how are you supposed to do that? He flew like Superman to, to make that tackle. But just uh, some of the spectacular interceptions he had are just uh, tremendous too. He had 32 career interceptions. Three of those were returned for touchdowns. None bigger than that playoff game against the Baltimore Ravens. I think it might even been an AFC uh, championship game uh, in the like 2005 season, I think it was, uh, where he just took it to the house and sort of crushed the dreams of the Ravens, who had played a really tough game all year long, or all game long. Uh, and uh, but he had a total of 398 return yards off those interceptions. And but he was just a factor in everything. Uh, 783 career tackles, 583 of those were solo tackles. Sure tackler, uh, always around the ball, and just drove people crazy. Eight Pro Bowls, four times as an All-Pro, two Super Bowl championships uh, with the rings put on his finger, and he was all 2000s team as the safety for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's why he is definitely going on as the second one on our list. Now we're going to get into some some players that uh, aren't quite in the Hall of Fame yet. And the first one is a defensive, or I'm sorry, is a running back, uh, Larry Brown, who had uh, 5,875 yards rushing, 35 touchdowns in 102 games. Played with the Washington Redskins, came in in 1968, played all the way to 1976, uh, had 2,000-yard seasons, one in 1970, the other in 1972 with the Redskins, and uh, got close a couple other times, 948 yards and well up into the 800s, two additional times after that. And he was just a, a great running back, four Pro Bowls he played, and twice he was an All-Pro, was the MVP of the league in uh, one year, and I think that was 1970 uh, when he had 1,125 yards rushing and a 1972 AP Offensive Player of the Year and also a Burt Bell uh, Award winner, 1972. We're that 43 his entire career and that's why we're going to make Larry Brown the running back. There's been a lot of Larry Browns in the league, but Larry Brown the running back of the Redskins uh, 
he is going to be our third entrant into our top 10 greatest number 43s in NFL history. And uh, probably another one that's going to be, we're going to be talking about, because he's going to get real close if he's not in, is George Atkinson, who was the great defensive back of those Oakland Raiders. 1968, he came in in the league, uh, played all the way to 1977 with the Raiders, and in one final year in 1979 with the Denver Broncos. Uh, but he's known as an Oakland Raider, that's for sure. And uh, his nickname was Butch. And he had 30 interceptions in his career. Two of those taken back to the house. 448 yards returned on those 30 interceptions. So he definitely knew what to do with the ball when he got it in his hands. But he was a kick returner, too, for probably about five or six seasons, mostly early on in his career. Uh, his longest was a 62-yard uh, kick return. Never had a touchdown off him, but had uh, almost 1,900 yards in uh, total kick return yardage. Uh, He did return three punt returns for touchdowns, uh, 1,247 yards there. So a lot better on the punt return with scoring than he was on the kick return, but of course you got the full field to go to on that. And uh, his longest uh, punt return was 86 yards. I'm going to take a wild guess that was probably one of his three touchdowns, but uh, you know, mostly known as a defender, and I think that is why George Atkinson will be our fourth member of the number 43s to go into our top 10 greatest ever. And another player we want to talk about is Steve Foley, who uh, had a great pro career, uh, came in with the Denver Broncos 1976, played all the way to 1986, entire career with the Denver Broncos, entire career wearing number 43, uh, came out of Tulane, and uh, just uh, phenomenal. He had 44 interceptions, 622 yards returned off those interceptions, one touchdown, and he also recovered uh, three fumbles and scored on one of those too. So, you know, just uh, these guys just are, love to have their hands on the ball from the defensive standpoint. And the first uh, four years, he was the right cornerback of the Broncos. Then he moved to free safety for the remainder of his career and uh, played in 10 playoff games and you know, just a, a brilliant player. And not sure uh, he's going to have a good uh, chance of getting in, but not sure he's going to make it. But we're going to come back to Steve Foley and, and take a look at him in a little bit. All right, next 43 we're going to take a look at is Jim Norton. And he is one of those guys that uh, our friend Joe Ziemba just loves. He's defensive back and a punter. Oh, finding those punters at number 43, Joe would be all over this. Uh, he was with the Houston Oilers from 1960 all the way to 1968. So mainly an AFL player with those uh, Houston Oilers. And he had 45 interceptions during his career. Uh, 592 return yards, one touchdown. And his punts... Uh, we're just uh, off the charts, too. I think his uh, average punting was uh, 42.1 yards per kick. Uh, so that is a very good punt in 522 punts. Um, great job there. And on, you know, on his... Uh, and that makes Jim Norton a very strong contender to make our top 10. We're not going to give him that honor yet because we want to make sure we review and get this right because we already have four spots filled up. But when you have people like this next number 43, running back Darren Sproles, who wore the 43 his entire career, uh, he his career spanned from 2005 when he came in with the San Diego Chargers. Uh, he played with them for five years, uh, played three years as a New Orleans Saints, and then six seasons, his final six seasons, all the way to 
2019 with the Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, you know, he just had some tremendous years as uh, in the NFL. 3,552 yards rushing, 732 yards, a 4.9 yards per carry. You heard me right, 4.9 yards per carry, 23 touchdowns. Uh, you only needed... Uh, two downs to get a first down almost with uh, Mr. Sproles in the backfield. But he had an additional 4,840 re- uh, receiving yards, and 32 more touchdowns there. So a total of 55 touchdowns through the air and ground combined. And uh, his yards per catch were over 8.8 yards per catch. And he is also one that had three Pro Bowls, uh, was a Super Bowl champ, I believe. That was with uh, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in that latest run that they had. All uh, Hall of Fame team of the 2010s and the uh, Hall of Fame 2010s all Hall of Fame team there too. And uh, it was the Super Bowl championship. Just a tremendous player. What a speed demon. His nickname was Lightning Bug and that's the way he moved around as he could shift around with the best of them just like he was flying through the air. Only he didn't have a light on his tail so people could find him. All they could see was the the cloud of dust that uh, Darren Sproles would make. But he was a great player and I think he's another one that uh, has some strong, strong, strong consideration of making it into our top 10 of our greatest number 43s in NFL history because he wore that number very, very proudly. Just like our next uh, player, Spider Lockhart. You got to love that name. Another defensive back who played with the New York Giants, came in in 1965, played with the G-Men all the way to 1975. And he had 41 interceptions of his own, three touchdowns, 475 uh, yards returned off of those. And uh, another tremendous player that made two Pro Bowls, and he recovered uh, nine fumbles during his career. So he loved to have his hands on that ball from a DB position. And uh, another player that we're excited about and are going to take another strong look at at the end before we make it. But he's, uh, he's on the uh, inside looking out to make this list. Uh, but so are some of these other folks. Another player that wore the number 43 for double-digit years is, in fact, 11 different seasons was Mike Pruitt, the running back, uh, most famously of the Cleveland Browns. And that's where he uh, played for nine seasons wearing that 43. And then he had two additional years wearing a number 43 with the Kansas City Chiefs. And then he had uh, the Buffalo Bills mixed in, but he wore 33 with them. But 11 seasons wearing at number 43. And he hit that magic number that I look for with running back 7,378 yards during his career, 4.0 yards per carry, 51 touchdowns, uh, 152 games. That's a very long career for a running back and fullback that uh, has contact a lot during the game. And remember, he shared that uh, with no relation. Greg Pruitt shared that Cleveland backfield uh, behind Brian Sipe for some great Cleveland Browns offensive teams. But he was sort of that thumper back. Pruitt was more of the the uh, dash and uh, round end guy. But they were both both good backs. They both had could run for power and for some uh, you know a gap stuff and things like that. But he made the Pro Bowl twice. But it's so impressive with those seventy three hundred yards. Uh, boy, I I am so tempted to put him on our list now. But I'm gonna 
hold off on that and uh, we'll come back and take a look at him just to be fair to everybody uh, players like Tony Green are also on our list a defensive back wore that number 43 his entire career which was uh, nine seasons he wore it and he came in with the league in 1971 with the Buffalo Bills played with the Bills all the way through 1979 had 37 interceptions 628 uh, yards off of them two touchdowns uh, another boy these number 43 defensive backs have a lot of times of getting their hands on the balls because he also uh, picked up two fumbles uh, that he recovered but uh, another another guy that we're going to take a close look at and uh, not sure if he'll make it but he is another strong very strong player with the you know when you have those interceptions up in the 30s and uh, getting your hands on the ball. And speaking of uh, defensive backs that have interceptions up in the 30s, another number 43 is uh, Terry Kennard. And he also uh, wore the number 43 for seven seasons. He had 31 interceptions in his career, 649 return yards off of those and two touchdowns. You know, So that's 20-some yards per interception he averaged. So definitely you wanted him to get his hands on the ball. He played uh, with, with the New York Giants from 1983 all the way to 1989 and in one final year uh, with the Houston Oilers. Not sure if uh, Mr. Kennard is going to make our list, but definitely somebody that was substantial that wore that uh, number. Don Perkins is another uh, fullback, halfback that uh, wore number 43. 1,500 rushes, 6,217 yards, 4.1 yards per carry, 42 touchdowns. He came in in 1961 with the Dallas Cowboys, played with the Cowboys as a entire career all the way to 1968 were the 43 his entire career uh, all eight of those seasons and uh Another, you know, strong contender, six Pro Bowls, one time as an all pro. And uh, you know, another great uh, player wearing that number 43 that we got to take a look at here at the end. Just like uh, Lenny Lyles is another one that we want to take a look at. Uh, The old double L is the initials. A defensive back and a halfback that played in 1958 uh, with Buffalo and uh, went to the 49ers in the NFL for a little while and then went to the Baltimore Colts from 61 all the way to 69. So played on some great championship teams there. Ten seasons with Baltimore. And I'm, I'm sorry, he never played with Buffalo. It was Baltimore who's where he came in, went to San Francisco for a couple years. Um, he ended up... Uh, Having a you know just a, a brilliant little career, uh, halfback wise, he had 69 yards rushing for his career, two touchdowns. So you could tell he was uh, not exactly the feature back, uh, but on defense. He ended up having uh, 16 interceptions to his credit. So a very uh, serviceable player, a good player. Probably not going to make our list because uh, this is some really good high numbers here with these guys catching interceptions in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh, Just like our next uh, defensive back who had 34 interceptions, Nate Wright, who wore 43 for uh, a bunch of seasons uh, with the uh, 10 seasons altogether, uh, were mostly with the Minnesota of Vikings. Uh, he came in the league with the Atlanta Falcons, played with the St. Louis uh, Cardinals uh, for a little bit in 1969 also. Played all the way to 1980 with the Minnesota Vikings, though, so 10 solid seasons with the Vikes. And 34 interceptions, 313 yards returned off there, no touchdowns. Uh, did not make any All-Pros or Pro Bowls. Uh, that probably will keep him off of our list, but still a very, very good player. The word number 43 in double-digit seasons. Yeah. 
as well. Uh, we have one, uh, Norm Thompson, that wore the jersey for nine seasons, and he was another defensive back, had 33 interceptions, 593 return yards, two touchdowns off those picks, and uh, picked up five fumbles himself. Came in in 1971 with the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, played with them for six seasons, and three final years with the Baltimore Colts in the late 70s, 1979 being his last season uh, in the NFL. 43 his entire career. Uh, another great player, but not sure he's going to have enough to make it. And a more modern uh, defensive back that wore 43 was T.J. Ward. And T.J. Ward came into the league in 2010 with the Cleveland Browns, uh, stayed with them for four years, then played three years with the Denver Broncos on those uh high-powered Super Bowl teams uh, led by Peyton Manning in one final year in 2017 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, another great defensive team. He ended up uh, having eight and a half sacks during his career, 458 solo tackles, and he forced 10 fumbles. And, uh, you know, interception-wise, he had one interception taken back to the house off of eight career interceptions. But he was known as a, you know, a run stopper, two Pro Bowls, a Super Bowl championship, uh, with the Denver Broncos in that uh, 2014 season. So uh, T.J. Ward, another great player, but I'm not sure he's got quite the mustard uh, to make it onto our list. And let's take a look at uh, one more player here before we go into our our final picks here, maybe two players. Uh, Dave Hampton was a running back that had 4,536 yards, 4.0 yards per carry, 25 touchdowns, played with the Green Bay Packers 1969-71, then went to Atlanta for four seasons and uh, finished up... uh, this is 1976, partially on the Falcons and on the Eagles. Uh, you know, another great, uh, great player that uh, probably won't make the list, but I'm glad we got to talk about him today. And uh, how about uh, Gerald Sensabaugh as our last player we're going to discuss for these number 43s? Another defensive back, 14 interceptions, 83 yards off of them. Jacksonville Jaguars player from 2005 to 2008, and then four final seasons with as a Dallas Cowboy strong safety, 2009 to 2012, were uh, the 43 his entire career for so eight seasons with that uh, number 43. So uh, let's uh, go back and review. Well, you know what? I want to talk about one more because Frank Lewis is another player that wore 43. So I excuse me. He just popped up. Wide receiver, came in with the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, seven seasons with them, six final years with the Buffalo Bills. And, um, you know, during his career, he had 40 touchdowns, 6,724 yards uh, in in receiving, and, you know, had 16.9 yards per catch off 397 uh, receptions. So good, solid uh, receiver. His were the 43 only as a Steelers for so for seven seasons. Uh, good, solid receiver. You know, in that same class with uh, you know uh, Lynn Swan and John Stallworth. You know Bradshaw throwing to them and Terry Hanratty and Joe Gilliam. Uh, had some uh, great receivers there as well as all all around players. Chuck knew how to pick them. So. Uh, Okay, that's our who, the players we're going to review and be under consideration. We have four that we already put on our list. Cliff Harris, Troy Polamalu are the Hall of Famers. Larry Brown and George, At- George Atkinson are our other two. So that's our four spots. And then I think our next one we want to put on here, I think I'm going to put Mike Prude on there, the running back, because he got over that 7,000-yard mark, and I think that's just a magical number for career yards for a running back in the NFL because their careers are so short uh, so often. 
And uh, I think number six spot's going to go to Steve Foley that we talked quite a bit about. And I like Jim Norton as our number seven. And Spider Lockhart is another one. I think we'll give him the eight spot. And Darren Sproles, the nine. And I think we've got to go with Don Part Perkins as our 10th player. So here we go. Cliff Harris, Troy Palomalo, Larry Brown, George Atkinson, Steve Foley, Jim Norton, Darren Sproles, Spider Lockhart, Mike Pruitt, and Don Perkins are our top 10 greatest number 43s in NFL history so far. And this is that through the 2020 season and uh, truly some great players. We're glad you could join us. If you see or hear of anybody that we missed and you want to have us make a career Direction, please email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com and on a future episode we're going to go through and make some of those corrections we already have some of those uh that uh, i wish we would have done differently but uh some some of you fans are really smart out there you you picked up on it and uh saw some people that we missed and want us to change and you're absolutely right after we did some investigation so we will be having a show on that to uh, correct some of those wrongs and get the players in the proper position because we want to get it right uh so we appreciate you joining us. Join us on pigskindispatch at gmail.com to see all the latest blogs and podcasts. We remember we have a daily podcast, Football History Headlines, Birthdays of Hall of Famers. And we're also a member of the Sports History Network, sportshistorynetwork.com, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, where we are one of about 20-some different podcasters, and it's growing all the time, on uh, sports history. So there's a lot of football in there, but also some other sports from around the world with some very talented podcasters and some excellent guests that'll keep you entertained throughout your day or in your travels, whatever you listen to podcasts. So make sure you get uh, following those on your favorite podcast provider as well as our podcast. And uh, another way to follow our podcast is to email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com. We'll send you an email each and every morning when you're on our email list and you'll have our latest blogs and podcasts each and every day shortly before 7 a.m., Eastern time uh, in the United States uh, at the same time around the world, but we're going off at Easter time. <laughs> so until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. A special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. offices of the Pittsburgh Guardian newspaper circa 1924. But for Marla Delft, assistant editor, everything was about to change. For she was about to discover the awesome attractiveness of Row 1 brand retro sports paraphernalia items thanks to Orville Mulligan, sports writer. And there it is. Wow, Orville, that's really the bee's knees. Isn't it just? A poster-sized replica of the actual 1909 World Series program cover. 
I can see that. But where did you get it? And where'd you get it framed? I ordered it from the Row One website, where over 6,000 items of sports memorabilia from the 1880s to the 1990s are available for reproduction in multiple sizes and in several different materials, with over a dozen styles of frame to choose from for prints like this. Well, I'm sure Mr. Delft would love to put up more of these in the office. But I'm equally as sure they're beyond this newspaper's budget. <laughs> Not at all, my dear Marla. See for yourself. Go to sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. Oh my, these are good prices. Oh, and look at this stuff. Oklahoma, Nebraska football. College basketball art. Michael Jordan items. And so Retro it was that Marla Delft discovered the spondiferous magic of Row One Sports memorabilia arts and prints. You can too by visiting sportshistorynetwork.com slash row one. That's R-O-W number one today for access to the full Row One catalog of gallery prints and gifts like t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, telephone cases, coffee mugs, blankets, pillows, towels, and even shower curtains. Act A for a 15% discount off all prints with coupon code SHN15 and 20% off all other items with coupon code SHN20 at checkout. And keep your dial locked to the Sports History Network for the exciting chronicles of the 1920 sports world in Orville Mulligan, Sports Writer. Coming soon. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians, you'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.